0: Hello and greetings everyone and welcome to this week's The Vibrarian Show. My name is Joelle and I'm your host, The Vibrarian, and I am here to elevate, enlighten, and empower you with information that I hope you will find enlightening powerful, and transformative. Now, every week I'm here on the Blog Talk Radio Network on the Vibrary Radio Home, and you can find me at blogtalkradio.com slash thevibrary, and that's T-H-E-V-I-B-E as in energy, R-A-R-Y, and you can tune in to see what all of our programming is from week to week with the programs that I have on Tuesday and Thursday. Also, you could check out upcoming scheduled broadcasts, and the archive of things that we've talked about before. Now, every Thursday, I believe that knowledge is power, and so by sharing information with each other, we are actually able to transform ourselves, and I kind of like, think of this as an adventure, a cross between Indiana Jones and the X-Files, because there's really no... um, uh, There's no one category for the information that we talk about. We could be talking about uh, astral projection and astral travel um, one day and dream symbols the next and mysteries and things that we hear about. And I always invite callers to dial in if you would like to join the conversation. Our show line is 646 And you can ring me during this broadcast and contribute your voice to the conversation or ask any questions that you have. There's also a chat room available on the Blog Talk website underneath the show uh, audio player that you can send questions. That way I am monitoring it during the show so that you can keep up with things and contribute even if you're not able to dial in. So um, I just love for people to connect. I'm a conversationalist, and it's always better when you share with someone. I do have a community out on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, and you can find me to connect by looking for my handle, and that is The Vibrarian, and that's uh, T-H-E-V is in vibes, I-B-E is in energy, R-A-R-I-A-N. And I love to get information that you have to share. If you find something that is positive, uplifting, a word that you want to get out, please send it to me. You can tag the Good Vibe Tribe with the hashtag at any given time. And I will be sure to pass on the light because that is why we are all here is to help uplift each other. So, I'm really excited to connect with you. I've been off the air for a few weeks with some logistical challenges and life things. So, I'm really happy to get back and I welcome everybody who's returning that's been so patient. And for all of the new listeners that are tuning in, I'm really glad to have you sitting here this evening. So, I'm really excited about today's topic. I want to talk about the 1111 Gateway. Now, I'm going to try to back things up and pull in a lot of various teachings that are out there and see if I can distill it into a coherent understanding of what exactly this time means, what the number em- um, energy of 11-11 brings, and kind of what is happening in the collective conscious community right now around this particular date. So, this Saturday is the 11th of November, so that is 11-11, and this is actually also numerologically a one-year, 2017, which is uh, ten, 2 plus 1 plus 7, which is 10, so that gives us another 1. Now. One is the energy of creation, manifestation, new beginnings, and the initial onset of something. So, we have been talking at various times about how this is the year for able to um, start. Uh, New projects, new relationships, new um, places to live, and we might have been seeing over this past year a lot of things, especially last year in 2016, a lot of situations would have been ending for us some of that could have been purposeful um some of it might have been an external change that you then had to respond to so um as we've been in this particular year there's been a lot of um of conversation among the people that I know who have uh, we've been feeling uh, as we compare notes um that's one reason why I like to share information cuz we can find out that we're not alone as we're on this journey but um, I've been finding that a lot of people are have been feeling in limbo, like they're not quite out of an old situation, um, maybe an old job they left, but they're not in the job that they feel they want, or they're not in the house that they want. Uh, there's, it seems like everybody's circumstance might be slightly different, but there's always something that's kind of not exactly where we want it to be. But a lot of us are feeling a sense of But something big is coming, but something is happening, I'm not stressing about it because I feel like the timing is okay, even though I'm in limbo. And I think that's really exciting. Um, Now, for people who don't like change and who are maybe possibly a bit more orderly and organized, that might be very stressful for them. I tend to be a kind of hang-loose-and-go-with-the-flow kind of person. I think part of it is my Libra nature, just trying to be able to be open to balance things. But uh, for some people, they're experiencing a lot of stress and crisis this year that is pushing them outside of comfort zones. Um, It just really depends on where your energy is. But when we talk about global numerology and this being a one-year, that then that is a lot of collective shift for the humanity on the large scale so uh we're seeing that there are new ways of being People are coming up with new ways of being in business and departing from old traditional jobs. People are looking at new ways of providing energy, of uh, new ways of providing food and clothing and shelter to people. So there's a lot of emergence of, of a kind of different way when people are checking out of the old and stepping into some new. So I think that that's really exciting. So when When we look at the energy of numbers, the earth system, as we understand it, is very much based on certain principles. And um, as we are aware, the principles that operate us as biological beings, be it plant, tree, or animal, um, there are certain cellular level processes that Are happening on a constant basis and when you drill down to like the very nature it kind of all boils down to mathematics the bits and bytes of things numbers and and so zero and one are really the two constants in a numerical system and so If you look at computers, when they're coding, like zero is like an off and one is an on or a switch kind of opportunity. So when you look at the fact that there are certain things that happen in our bodies that we do not say, oh, I woke up today and I'm now going to start puberty, That's not how that particular process works. But there is certainly a timer in ourselves that is understanding what our physical nature is evolving into and it flips a certain switch then and our pituitary gland clicks on and we start pumping out hormones and our body changes and shifts and the same thing happens when we reach an age where we go through menopause or you know any of the other kind of uh, biological markers that happen to us without us choosing to experience them. We can look at the energy of our environment and when I say environment I mean not just our homes but our planet and in the grander scale our galaxy and universe. There is clearly a timing at play. We know that it takes our <clears throat> excuse me we know that it takes our planet a certain number of days to go around the sun we know that other planetary objects take a certain rhythm and time to complete their cycles we know that when um the sun is waning from our environment in our hemisphere we will experience winter and a dying of uh plant material and matter so that it can be reborn again when the days become long and the sun returns back to its fullness and so you know Understanding or coming to an acceptance that these are natural biological clocks helps one kind of grasp the concept of what these gateways are talking about. So, for instance, um, on certain times, the solstice or the equinox, we know that there are planets that align with certain structures that have been built here by man on, on Earth to mark those alignments. If you go to Chichen Itza in Mexico, which I've been to many times, you know, and it was built so that on a certain day at the equinox that you would see a phenomenon of the shadow of of who the Mayans said was the sun god Kukulkan Khan rising and descending from the heavens down to earth. And they built this whole huge pyramid to exact specifications so that on that particular day, the sun would hit it in just specific a way, even hundreds of years later, that there would be something that the people could mark as a uh, a place of being, and they they gathered and had ceremonies around it and worshipped around it, and it was super significant. And that's just one of the many places like Stonehenge or even the Great Pyramids where they say on specific days, light from certain stars like Sirius or from the sun, it will be framed perfectly within these objects. So we see evidence that ancient people did think that it was very important to keep track of and acknowledge in grand ways these phenomenons. So what is very interesting then is that These alignments of stars and planets have not ceased, continued just like a clock continues to run throughout the ages. And so... we have these opportunities by the energy that is available to us, just like when the sun is at its peak, if you plant your seeds of um, in the springtime around the vernal equinox and things, then you will start to see the harvest as the seed season- and then allows the energy to nourish your seeds, nourish your plants, in order for them to grow. Now you can plant outside of the time, but if you plant in the winter, your seeds are going to die because it's too cold. So there is, you know, just certain premises that you accept that you have to flow along with if you want to be a successful uh, farmer or person flower grower or whatever you want to call it. So in our in our lives we can take these energetic portals and maybe you're not wanting to plant a crop but maybe you're wanting to plant a virtual crop in terms of putting your seeds together, putting the seeds of inspiration that you've been given, um, putting your ideas into a place of being nurtured. You can align with the cycles of the heavens um, in order to assist your manifestation. So we've had things like, uh, like I said, this year we had the equinoxes, um the solstice and we're getting ready for the winter solstice. Um we've had the Lions Gate which is was on eight eight and it's known as such because uh for many reasons but for one the eighth month is August which is the uh, Leo in the astrology, and there were uh, planetary bodies that align on different days. So we've had the 8-8 gateway. Of course, this year we had the massive solar eclipse that was visible all across North America that people experienced. And this was just not something for you to see with your eyes. There are times when our planet comes into position in the galaxy and the stars, it comes into a position where it is in the direct line of certain particle waves. Uh, The sun, when it delivers solar flares, we receive the energy of what's known as CMEs or coronal mass ejections. And when this happens, there are different... Ions, prions, particles, chemicals that come into our being. um nothing is sheltered from its environment. We all feel whether you're outside in the sun we all receive the effects of the sun i mean even if you have the air conditioning on it will kick on that system because outside it has gotten hotter even if you're not standing in the sun even if you're not uh, out in the moonlight the gravity has pulled all of the water away from the shorelines uh, or brought it in i can't remember which it is in alignment with that planetary influence. So, a lot of things are happening that you may not be conscious and aware of. And these gateways are similar to that. Uh, for the person who just looks up in the sky and says, Oh, the moon is beautiful tonight, they are seeing a certain aspect and dimension of the moon. But for a fisherman who knows that the salmon run under the full moon at a certain time of year, to them it delivers a completely different message, one that they are keen into and that knowledge is passed down from those who are in that particular field so that they know, okay, this is what you do when you want to catch fish. You go out when the tide is high and the moon is low or whatever the combination is. So in that same way, the people who have studied and received information about uh, some of these larger um gateways or portal opportunities share the information that they receive so that others can access this in order to utilize it for whatever the understanding of the energy is. So, you know, back to the moon, there are people who are aware that you can then plant your intentions and release energies along with the energy of the moon as a way to boost your healing and emotional level. Uh, For some people, they would say, well, that just sounds crazy. I don't buy into any of that. The moon is just full, and sometimes people go a little crazy during the full moon. That's the extent of what I see the moon as. But for those who, uh, like I said, if you're a fisherman, then you see the moon completely different. And if you're on the soul growth and evolution pathway, then you also have an opportunity to see things through that particular lens or filter and then act accordingly. So the, uh, the gateways that are presented for those who wish to do work on themselves in awareness, again, some things happen to you, And there is no awareness because uh, your conscious mind is not necessarily at a place of perceiving it. That does not mean that it is still not happening. It's just uh, how it happens for you is slightly different because you're not in a state of awareness, openness, and acceptance of that that is happening to you. So there are certain times then with these gateways that um, we as humanity will experience Shifts. We will be seeing evidence of the energy of these gateway alignments manifesting in the collective. And if you, I always like to say, if you have eyes to see and ears to hear, then you have an opportunity to watch these things happening. So this year there is a great deal of excitement about the 1111 Gateway and the Portal Energy. All you have to do is, uh, you know, Google. Uh, 1111 Gateway or 1111 Portal, and uh, at this point, I'm seeing over 215 million results. Of course, that's not a great search, but um it just shows you there is a wealth of information out there, and people are very much tuned into it. And this is affecting us as a collective humanity as well, because none of us is separate. So, uh, you know, that's the the interesting part about all of this is that as one person begins to do something, it will by its very nature of connectedness affect those around it. So, in terms of what I am seeing uh people doing uh in terms of of acknowledging this this gateway energy is that I am seeing there are group meditations being offered. There are audio meditations and journeys that people are creating uh, that you can participate in for free. And most of the theme of all of these is that this particular gateway of energy that is opening every year on 1111, we have this portal of opportunity when our nature our very being and how we exist can be elevated and by that i mean that we you know we are water and we are matter we are crystalline we are solid state beings so what happens is that if we are a human uh individual we have what is our body our corporal body but we also have an energetic body and this is often known as our light body and so um, it, you know to make that somewhat clearer that we affect energy around us none of us lives in a vacuum the very humidity of our skin and breath Uh, the very static electricity that is emitted off of our body after we touch other objects, Um, even our emotional energy, if we are frowning or if we are happy, it affects outside of our body through our aura and our energy field. Um, That's why when you see them making these uh, microchips and things that have to be in a clean environment, um, high-powered weapons and very specific uh, lasers, the people have to go through, they they wear a, a cloth covering that keeps all of their body matter, dead skin, hair, follicles, all that out of the room, completely contained in it. It's climate controlled so that you're not affecting the moisture in the room. They walk through a series of doors and processes to destatic themselves before they enter these clean rooms. That's how hard it is to pull in what our human body leaves in the world around us. So our light body, you know, if you are... um, Living in a happy place. Most people feel lighter on their feet. And a lot of times you'll see people kind of skip or jump or have a bounce in their step if they are very joyful and happy and energized. And by the same token, if you see people who are dealing with depression, they may be curved over like they are heavy. They may be um uh, just bent over like the weight of the world is on their shoulders or their face is very heavy and pulled by gravity down because their vibration is low uh due to their emotional and mental state being low, so when you start to come into awareness, you can work with energy in order to lighten yourself right so um, some of the ways that we do that is that we go through and we we look at our responsibilities and we see where they're weighing us down. Um, we look at the things and patterns and behaviors that we participate in and figure out is it something that is making us down or making us up. And we shift accordingly when we decide to be fully engaged, creator-conscious directors of who we are and so um, you'll see that there are some people who just always seem to be chipper and happy and have a smile on their face and light so these are indicators of people who have elevated themselves to a level where they find joy in every moment happiness all around them and something to be grateful for in every situation so that would be a person who has elevated their vibration and there has generally been an accompanying or corresponding uh, inner state of being that is now being reflected in the outer self. So if we um, are interested in uh, and are on a pathway where we've been doing a lot of work to figure out what makes us happy, what is making us tick, what's making us not happy, then when times such as these gateways come forward, then you can really do a massive amount of shifting because one, you are conscious, and two, you are then intentional, So, uh, you know, most people uh, do not realize how truly powerful we are in terms of how we are creating our reality around us. And so once you begin to understand the power of your word, the power of your intention, the power of your thought, everything that you are putting out is a vibration, um, or frequency, and then there is a corresponding return on that vibration, energy, or frequency back to you. So if you were to hold within your intention that you wish to uh, work on whatever it is, say the portal is coming up, in this case the 1111 portal, that you want to put into intention into the universe, that you want to manifest your highest and best possible purpose, your highest and best possible being and who you are, the highest and best timeline that evolves for you, then you can hold that energy and intention in your awareness on the 11.11 portal. Um, you can do any number of activities that are significant for you to help bring you into a vibration that you want to be replicated and then you can use this opportunity it's almost like getting a power booster um or a you know a rocket fuel type opportunity when these portals come and the 1111 uh gateway is super super powerful because you're talking about 1111 that is master, creator, manifestation, creation, the initial seeds of being uh, into something coming into formation. So that is so exciting. And I know I, for one, have been doing a a lot of work. I've been participating in collective meditations. I've been uh, tuning in to my higher self and developing my psychic awareness and connection to my intuition. I've been spending a lot of time around like-minded communities of people who are all really working very hard on themselves and have healed a lot and are committed to being what we would call light workers or uh, sparks of light that are showing what it is like to be a conscious creator of joy. And so this is just um, an increasing crescendo of information and awareness that has been building and building and building. And it is not going to stop. So, you know one good thing is that once a gateway closes, it doesn't like mean you missed out and you will never be able to do this again because you didn't think about the eleven eleven gateway, and oh my God, what did I do? My light body is going to shrivel and die. It's not anything like that um because there's always more energy for growth available, and we know due to the cyclical nature of our planetary reality is that this will be coming around again next year on 11-11. And we will be continuing to uh, move through things like the solstice uh, on December 21st and then moving through another series of things next year um, that will again provide us opportunity. But right now there is what we have seen is almost like a slow but steady mass awakening where people are having conversations like what I'm having with you this evening much more frequently is becoming more commonplace. And what will happen is that a lot of times people start to see what we call the 11-11 awakening code. And what will happen is that you will wake up or you'll look at your clock or pick up your cell phone or you'll get a message and you'll see the time stamp on it is 11:11, or one 1-11. Or you'll see a license plate that's got 1111 on it, and pretty soon you're like, "Wait a second! This is just too many 1111s that I'm seeing. This can't be just coincidence, you know? Um, there, there's got, there might be something to this." And so people will start by doing an internet search. What's 1111 mean? And what you find out is that 1111 11 is kind of like a calling from your soul to say that you are getting ready to or op, have an opportunity to wake up, so to speak. It's almost like a spiritual alarm clock that um, when you start to see it, it pushes you down a path of exploration then that will lead you to – understanding a deeper dimension of yourself or a higher aspect of yourself from the spirit realm. And so, you know, a lot of times what would happen is my friends, before we really became like keyed in, we would compare notes though. It'd be like, Girl, I looked at the clock, and said eleven eleven today. Could I looked at it yesterday. What's going on with that? You know, so it's first it starts as a trickle and if you're really being pushed by your soul, like if you're really in a situation that you're not you're not happy, you're deeply unhappy, there it's not resonant, you're not in your passionate purpose, you're not in a relationship that's fulfilling you, there's something in you that's pushing you. You may be restless, but in your restlessness, then source and spirit will be trying to get your attention. So they'll be sending you the 1111 sign and other synchronicities as a way to prod you into seeking an extra layer of um, things because um, it's trying to push us out of our 3D perspective to say, you know what? Why is this happening? This is not logical, and then it helps us to move out of our logical space into um, a more open space that has a lot more possibilities to it so um, you know this eleven eleven energy many people have been reported seeing um, an increase in the eleven eleven messages, and generally what that means is you know um, we as a as a collective are all intended to be our best and highest selves. And there is a whole host of uh, support for that from the universe. We are always supposed to be evolving ever higher and higher in vibration until we return back to source aspect consciousness. So um, there is so much push now. I mean, I, I myself received, it was like I looked at my phone and it's 1111, 11, and my battery is 64%, and I have 11 unread messages. So across the top of my phone, it'll say 11-11. You know, it's like, okay, wow, that was really interesting. You know, and it's in such a level that it can't be ignored once you start to see it. It's kind of like how when Neo was in the Matrix movie, when they finally showed him how the Matrix was working, he started seeing the zeros and the ones, the little green zeros and ones dropping out of the sky. And next thing you know, he was able to dodge bullets because he was able to see them coming and i i'm actually dodging the bullet in my chair right now cuz i love that scene like whoa <laughs> so you know having the eyes to see the opportunity and things like that are to get your attention so that you can become aware so um part of what um what our light body has been referred to is our like the merkaba um the the light vessel or light being and so um when you look at what if you were to google what the merkaba looks like um it is um two interposed triangles on top of each other and it you know it's like as above so below um the inner reflects the outer the macro the micro it's it's a merging a coming down of aspect and a raising up of aspect and so they meet in the middle and so uh, this energetic opportunity of our body self is that we raise our 3D fleshly vibration. And as we do so, we connect more closely with our higher aspect vibration, which then meets us down in the middle and our light body then emerges. And our whole Goal if you're understanding of the ascension process, which is to continue to improve and elevate yourself throughout your incarnation uh, to be in your fullest and happiest expression. So, as you know, as you are elevating yourself and doing those things which feed your soul, then your countenance is raised, your vibration is raised, you feel lighter on your feet, but also your energetic body is also then elevated. And it really, under normal circumstances, it is very natural for us to be in an elevated trajectory. The reasons that we become in a downward trajectory are oftentimes because we are not connected with our internal. It's because of external factors, stress on the job, Uh, The way that uh, we have to maybe struggle for finances, um, relationship challenges, all those things external to us, especially if we are externalizing our power, then those are things that can lower our density and disconnect us from our higher aspect and cause then a, a increase in the distance between the two bodies rather than a coming together and a merger of the two the light body and the physical body so you know there's lots of ways that once you become aware and awake and conscious that you can start to ride the waves so to speak And so this, you know, Saturday is definitely a huge opportunity, Um, and there were many times, there are many moments leading up to this where we have been pushed, uh, we've been pushed by the eclipse to look at uh, who we are as a collective humanity and who we want to be, do we want to mass incarcerate people? Do we want to run over protesters, and do we want to pollute the planet with oil and and other things, or do we want to feed our neighbor and to dwell in peace and harmony and open up our homes to our fellow mankind? So we've kind of all been going through this eclipse, and where we're faced with what we as a collective have created and what we personally have created, um, and we've had opportunities because of the series of things that have happening to. Clear our clear our shit, you know what I'm saying we've been, we've had to look at relationships to see how we were relating to other people, if we feel valued, if we feel equitable, we've had to see if we had any wounds, uh you know chiron different planetary objects come in and influence um, our growth and development, and so we've been going through a series of steps or had an opportunity to consciously go through those series of steps to lead us to moments just like Saturday for this particular portal. So um, it's it's very interesting. And, you know, there are places where, I, you know, I go to online. There are a lot of good peop- uh, readers out there in the astrology world who are talking about the astrological significance. I tend to watch, like, uh, the Leo King, Nadia Shah, um, um, Kelly Rosano, Barbara Goldsmith, and, um, you know, they are talking about the fuller planetary aspects, and they get very specific with, like, what your actual sign is and how this time can influence you. And then there are others that are more esoteric generalists, that speak about the gateway from a spirit consciousness level. And it may be that they are receiving information from extra-dimensional beings such as Pleiadians or Arcturians. Um, There's one channel that I love to listen to. His name is Steve Nobel. And his channel is The Soul Matrix on YouTube. And he is always doing meditative transmissions where he's using the energies that are happening. And he receives information and creates these, these experiences to help us clear, shift, and align ourselves with a, a different frequency. Some of it can be healing. Some of it can be connecting with the uh, divine, feminine, masculine template, uh, things of that nature. So uh, I would just advise you to tune in and start paying attention. No one can necessarily tell you the quote-unquote truth because truth is one of those things that is experiential. Um, And so you have your own truth meter inside of you that will tell you if something resonates with you or not. And sometimes when you first hear things like, well, this is the 1111 gateway, you're going to be like, whatever, on a superficial level. But there's generally going to be an indicator inside your spirit that might trigger your curiosity to be like, wait, what? What was that? I, I never heard that term before. And it may seek you to then be curious because your soul knows that there is a possible truth to the information that you've been given. So I definitely always encourage people to go on down the pathway of discovery, to um, follow the threads, and you can be your own guide. Now, I will put information on the Vibrarian Facebook page um, this evening and tomorrow uh, heading up till the date because I'm very much uh, interested in being active in that and sharing uh, things that I have found valuable Now, I also want to take a moment to give a a little information about Twin Flames and this portal of 11.11, because Twin flame, the the calling card sometimes is referred to as the eleven eleven, the two whole individuals in higher consciousness. Now I know that the that twin flame phrase may be very unusual for people who are um not necessarily tuned into that community and that journey, but um for those of us who are on the journey of awakening This this is in reference to an energetic um, pathway where two aspects of soul self are expressed as individuals and through a journey of evolution and development, they come back into or have an opportunity to come back into a connected wholeness through the pathway of learning unconditional love, unconditional love for yourself, and then therefore unconditional love for the other aspects of you, which is everyone is an aspect of us, but our twin is very much our mirror. So, this is a very, you know, why are twin flames important? There are way showers and people who. Um, receive information that they are passing on with the interest of helping those who come behind them. And you could look at like teachers like the Buddha, Jesus, Saint Germain, all of these are way showers who showed us and gave teachings as to how one could be in high vibration uh, at the times that they incarnated and delivered their messages to humanity. And so we are also always receiving messengers, Christed ones, those who are here to help elevate the frequency. And so the Twin Flame Collective are beings who have have gone through a specific soul evolution and are now at a place um, of awareness of who they are and their soul self and many of us are turning around to now become teachers, light workers, and way showers for other people. So I'm not the only person who is um, what I would say actively involving in my mission, which is to elevate consciousness in the way that it's gifted to me to do so. Um I am one of many many voices and teachers who are out there who are um twin flames who are here to be teachers. Um, If you follow, um, if you are aware of the information about the rays, the cosmic ray energy, um, you don't have to be a twin flame to be a ray and vice versa. All these are kind of labels for certain kinds of conceptual energy. So the blue rays are like the teacher way shower energy and many uh, twin flames are in the blue ray. I mean, we have the healing ray, we have the teaching rays, we have many energies expressed, and they align with certain colors, frequencies, all is vibration, and it all boils back down to fundamental energetics as expressed through science and spirit. So, um, you know, the twin flames, many people up until... Maybe five years ago, you would not necessarily hear the word twin flame very often. It was much more infrequent. But there has been a flowering of awareness and consciousness by people who are encountering this uh, catalyst person who basically will push you to a journey of deep self-discovery. And the reason that this is happening in this present time is that we are truly in the grand shift, the shift of the ages. That is why most of us are here incarnated at this time, because it was known that this planet would have an opportunity to go through an extension process. Uh, you know, 2012 was not a hoax. It was not a joke. It may not have looked like what people thought it to look like, but it certainly was an energetic trans, uh transference that uh, happened that we are still feeling as we shift from the piscean and old energy into the new higher consciousness and vibration so um, the the loving energy of higher evolved souls who have come into a complete love and acceptance of themselves who have worked on healing their wounds so as to not be damaging to themselves and the world around them. Um, All of these things are raising the vibration of the planet. And so as we all know, there is a lot of terrible and very tragic and intense heavy things that is happening right now. And um, if it were not for those who have Shifted to vibrate at a loving, higher frequency, we the rest of us would be experiencing a lot more impact from the negativity that is happening, and it's almost like a counteracting of that, and you know people will say, <clears throat> well, how can how can this really happen? I mean the world has really really got some terrible things going on with it. If you step out of the inner, internal and into the external, then yes, you can be buffeted about by all of the things that are happening because they can be very depressive. But what happens is when you bring it down to the personal level, if when I went to the grocery store, I paid for someone's food at the checkout line or gave them a dollar when they were short or held them, held the door open for them, or let them get the last pack of double-stuffed Oreos, or any number of kindnesses that you do when you're out just living and existing, for that immediate person, you made a vibrational difference. So, no, you may not have been out at the Dakota Access Pipeline protesting and making your statement in that way, But by being a positive, loving, and good energy person, you are infecting those and affecting those around you with your energy. And so many of the folks who are on the awakened pathway, uh, they're they're there because they wanted to do more to help people. They felt like what they were doing in their jobs wasn't helping people at the right level anymore. They weren't, they were doctors, but they weren't healing. They were, uh, you know, just not able to do what they thought was going to make their soul happy. So they're moving out into places where they can have more direct impact on their community. Teachers, healers, practitioners, they're out there moving in ways, shifting so that they can have a more direct, noticeable mark on this world. And they're not doing it in ways that's looking to make money. You know, you see all these stories all the time about people who just went around and started cutting hair for homeless people or went and set up a little uh, neighborhood vegetable garden for their neighbors. I mean, all that is part of the transitional shift, the lightening of our collective light body, which is counteracting the negativity that has entrapped us for so long. So, you know, there's much excitement around this energetic gateway, because if you're trying to elevate your frequency and you know that you can get some rocket fuel to do that, then, you know, this is a wonderful opportunity. And many of the twin flames who have been going through the cycle of clearing, purging, and transmuting are coming together into their connection with their other and this connection really does spark a flame that's why they say this twin flame so if you've ever been around and seen a couple that is just so obviously in love with each other that you can see it in their joyful smile i mean we've all been at a restaurant where we've seen that that couple Or we've seen somebody get proposed to when you're just like, oh, isn't that precious? Look how beautiful they are. It's kind of like seeing babies, you know, not toddlers, babies when they're cute and they smell good and they're giggling and they're smiling and make you laugh, not when they're terrorizing you and running around your house. Um, As you could tell, I'm not a mother. So, so, you know, kids, have they're beautiful, but I'm glad when they get to go back to their parents. But a baby, everybody loves a baby. It just makes you smile. You don't have to even, you know, you can be a stranger and you see a baby on the bus and it will immediately engage you to smile. Loving, innocent people who are are emitting that frequency of, I'm so into this person and we're so happy and vibrant when we're around each other, it affects people energetically. And this energy of love this energy of bliss, of happiness, of cherishing those around us. I mean, everybody will protect a baby, you know. I mean, it brings out this nurturing instinct automatically when we see those, you know, helpless creatures from puppies, the babies. We all are like, oh, you know, even the most hard-hearted person can be melted by an innocent energy. And the same thing with love, so that is why this um this time period of this year, many of the twin flames coming together and working through the issues of healing and hurt between the masculine and feminine expression so that they can come together is hugely important because it's like a grain of sand being added to the side of the scale. When you start out with just one, it seems like the other are insurmountable. But by the time you have 100,000 or 144,000 or 500,000 people on that side of the scale, the weight will be the preponderance. And from what I understand, we have reached and already reached a tipping point where the light quotient on this planet was sufficient enough that we will continue to be able to ascend into a higher vibrational state um and there are plenty of other high vibrational planets out there um and uh, i believe and many people believe that we receive information and contact from those beings from those places in support of us as we are to eventually join the kind of galactic level of of being um where we're 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 of an understanding and a vibration high enough that we are able to not harm ourselves or others as we go out to be citizens of this universe of ours. And, you know, I, for one, am very excited about that because every time we go through some kind of shift, I personally experience um, major changes in who I am and how I am manifesting who I am. So I'm very excited about continuing along my path to the Twin Flame v- um, Union to seeing those around me who are coming together and finding bliss and love and to seeing other people who are coming through to an awakening move through finding um, the kick in the pants they need to really all of a sudden elevate themselves up from a place that might have been very painful and challenging. Now, I'm participating in like three or four different events on the 11th. Um, I'm going to be participating in an 11-11 transmission with Jen McCarty who uh, is on YouTube under Cosmic Gypsy. I'm going to be participating in a meditation for twin flames with uh, Nikki from Divine Lovers Crystal Grid who she's from the UK and she um she has put out energy to assist other twin flames as they're working through to come into their union space and I think I've seen like two others there's so many that I have that I, um House of Items with Eliza Young um, Lund, she's doing one. So it's going to be a very active day, but the main way that I want to maximize it is to really sit down and in my own self, not even with someone else, spend time with a pen and a paper and allowing whatever I receive from my higher aspects, the things that I feel called to write, I want to write them, Uh, any intentions that I have, any weight that I want to release, any areas. I basically am going to be verbal and intentional with uh, allowing myself to be open for whatever possibilities this gateway is bringing, Um, because there is no way at this point that I can really understand all the things that are going to be... Uh, manifesting because this is really an age of wonders and miracles and things that uh, we, we haven't even seen before. We are definitely coming into those at this particular time. So I could not have told you five years ago that I would be experiencing the things that I do on a daily basis now. So I'm just excited with the anticipation to say, you know, what is going to happen. Now, I will tell you that when these um, upgrades happen, before and after the upgrades happen, you actually can experience physical symptoms in your body and not be aware of what they are. Um, Sometimes it's it's called ascension flu or ascension sickness. And what can happen is as we are receiving these particles or packets of information, light codes as they're known, our body and our aspect that's not our conscious self that out, that's out grocery shopping and, you know, making omelets or whatever, that aspect, the internal aspect that's not necessarily an awareness is doing a whole lot of work um, because it's being given information at a cellular level. Um, just like being out in the sun, you can get exhausted and get heat exhaustion if you're not careful, the same way as being in energies, maybe you're not getting sunburned, but you could be getting, you know, some uh, body reaction to what's happening. Now, some of the symptoms of this could be uh, sudden headaches, uh, ringing in the ears or high pitched tones, um, pressure in the sinuses and eyelids or Um, In this particular one, I've seen people talk about back pains or sudden uh, twinges and tweaks because it's really working down through our chakra energetic system with um, things. You could be having very vivid dreams, like really wild that you're like, I don't even remember everything that happened, but it was crazy. And so if you can you can remember to journal during this time, but uh if not, just be aware that during the dream space you're receiving information uh from your soul aspect and could be actually doing some work in the middle of the night. Um you could be very, very tired, like really um, suddenly in the middle of the afternoon be hit with a wave of I just can't keep my eyes open. And the you know, the basic things that advice is to honor and acknowledge what's happening and say, you know, I receive the information. Please give me the opportunity and the energy I need to process all of this in the most uh, uh, unharmful way, unpleasant, in the, the least unpleasant way possible. Like make this easier. I receive whatever information that I'm being given, but, you know, can can. Can you allow me to receive it in a way that I can handle it? And then go to bed, take a nap, you know, uh, go outside, sit in the sunlight, um, walk and move your body, transmute some of the energy out of it. If you can, go get a Reiki balancing session or make sure that your chakras are aligned. Um, Of course, you can nurture your body with fluids and you know treat it like you have a cold but most people it feels like a cold but it's really not it's you know light body ascension symptoms so um, anytime that you start to experience something like that and you know you're not necessarily going to have a cold or you just had a cold it feels a little different you can look to see what's happening right now is it possible that there was a coronal, uh, you know, a sun flare that happened three or four days ago. Are we being bombarded with prions and ions right now? Maybe that is why I'm not feeling well. And all of that has to do with your energetic self. So you could also find yourself purging deep emotions, like sudden bouts of crying or feeling angry about stuff. But what we're to do is to observe the feeling, observe the energy, Then follow the trail of where it's leading us to, which is leading us to a place of understanding more about self. And then deal with what you find at the end of the the breadcrumb trail. So, um, you know, there. I know I've given like quite a bit of information and there's so much more can be given. But I would just encourage you to encourage you to go ahead and get out there. And as I said, I will definitely share things on my Patreon page that I find in order to um, help you along this opportunity. And uh, if you want to join any of the meditations, I will definitely um, uh, also prepare links to that. But, you know, the simplest thing that you need to do is to just be aware And then, be intentional. So, you know, you can always say, you know, I don't know exactly what's going on. I don't have understanding for all of it. But if it is in my highest and best interest and of unconditional love, then I receive and am open to any energetic opportunities that this presents. And a statement like that is very open-ended, it's blanket. You don't have to know specifically, but you understand the energetic signature of what you're agreeing to, and you've set the parameters and saying it must be in my highest and best good to help me to manifest my highest person, and it needs to be of unconditional love. And therefore, if it's all those things, you've really covered yourself, covered your bases, And then you can, uh, you know, kind of ride the wave. So um, it's kind of like you may not know how to surf, but you do know how to paddle when the wave comes towards you. You know how to paddle yourself and start swimming. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So uh, you can become a surfer later in life uh, once you get a little training and expertise and study. But for right now, just paddle and, and be open to it and know that the way that you set your attention is your life jacket. If you set your intention that this, whatever opportunity I have to elevate myself, I receive it and allow me to be in a position to where I can uh, expand to my fullest self. And really, the sky is the limit. So like your highest and best outcome for who you are, that covers everything. Like I want to make sure I'm my highest and best healthiness. I want to, in the physical form, I want to make sure I'm my highest and best emotional self. I want to make sure that I'm at my highest and best vocational self in terms of what I do to earn a living and to to be who I am and what I'm good at. I want to have the highest and best relationships, you know, all those kinds of things. Who doesn't want that? We should all want our highest and best opportunity to be unfolding for us at any given time. I want to thank everyone who has been listening this evening. I've had people in the chat room, in and out. I would like to say hello to um, my regular listeners, Monica and Adriana and for the whole crew there. I'd also like to say a Special shout out to some of my group friends that have been listening, Libra Light and uh, Cindy Smith and some of the people from the Twin Flame Collective out on uh, Face that have been participating in the healing transmissions that we have been doing over the series of portals. I'm so excited that you have been able to connect with me and, of course, my Libra sisters, <laughs> too. Um, I thank you for tuning in. Now, every week on Thursdays, I'm here from 9 o'clock sometimes to 10, sometimes. If there's something you want to talk about or a question you have, I absolutely invite you to call in with your comments or your statements. Every Tuesday is the Psychic Inside Show, and I have an interview with a different person so that we can discover how they came into awareness of their gifts and abilities and maybe that'll trigger something in us that helps us to understand gifts that we might possess that we've been either unaware of or in denial about so you know that's every tuesday on the psychic inside show and then thursday on the vibrarian show i do have some upcoming topics uh we've got past life regressions and past lives and reincarnation coming up Also, we've got uh, DMT and psychedelics, that would be ayahuasca, peyote, sapo, all of those things that uh, open up the channels to higher brain function and consciousness and what that can mean for you spiritually and physically, if you have participated in any of those kind of experiences, I would love for you to call in and share on that evening, and I mean, the, the amount of topics is just endless I never run out of things to talk about so I'm so glad that you are here joining me this evening and until next time when we chat again I absolutely wish you all of the blessings that you can possibly hold to overflowing until they spill out from you into the world around you the light in me Absolutely acknowledges and honors the light in you. Namaste.